Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Hi, everyone. It's Jana Tuttle. Hi, everybody. It's Brad. And and we just want to welcome you to our Brad Tuttle Ministries podcast. Like, that's so funny. I always say my last name. I think you know who we are by now. But um, there's been something that's been on my heart, and especially this morning, and it's the subject of fear. And I just feel, Brad and I just want to talk about that right now, talk about the subject. It's such a vast subject that you could go probably weeks just trying to cover it. But um, we just want to talk to you today. We want to encourage you. We want to bring the Word of God to you um, in hopes that you uh, will see the truth, know the truth, and that truth is going to set you free. And that when you get done listening today, you're going to feel like you're equipped to be able to uh, kick that fear in the rear, like I say, and be able to um, just live that victorious life in Christ that he came to give us. So um, through the years, we've talked to many people and even, you know, we're preaching to the choir ourselves because we're we're preaching this to us too. We're talking about it to us today and being encouraged. But um, there's so many people that are dealing with so many things now and, and fear tries to come in and fear tries to grip them. And maybe right now you're in you're in a season where you have been fearing um, whether you have lost your job recently, whether you have fears that you're never going to meet the right person. God, is that mate, that spouse I'm believing and praying for going to come into my life? You might have fear that because you didn't go to college, you're not going to succeed. Um, You might have fear that you're getting older. You might have fears of, of, honestly, terror attacks, terrorist attacks. You might have fears, all these different fears. Fears of rejection? Yes, fears of rejection. Um, There's so many areas of fear that could try to come and paralyze you and grip you. And so today we're just going to talk about that. I want to open up with um, just a a story about myself and something that happened to me many, many years ago. that I believe a lot of people can relate to. Uh, My husband and I had just been married for, I don't know if it was a year or two, and we had traveled. My husband was part of an evangelistic uh, ministry, John Jacobs and the Power Team, and they would go and travel. And um, I talked about this on my testimony. They would break bricks, do feats of strength as a tool to draw in the lost. And then these ministers of the gospel would would bring in testimony and preach the word of God. And we would see people come to Christ. Well, um, marrying into that, there was one year we just traveled. We were gone so many weeks out of the year. It, it was like we, we left on a Monday. Uh, we came back. Uh, you know, the the following uh, Monday or Tuesday left again for another week. So we were we were flying in all these different size planes and jets and little propeller planes. And um, if you've ever seen my husband, he is a big man. Um, he the guys that would travel with us were that size. So when we're in this small little propeller plane, um, you know me. 
with uh, four guys that are 280, 300 pounds. Um, you could imagine. So my whole point being, I had no fear of flying. Um, but one day that all changed. And I'll never forget it. We were, uh, we were on the plane, Brad and I, and some of the men from the team. And all of a sudden, as people were coming into the plane, I just remember my heart started palpitating. Um, I, I started sweating. My, my breath became shallow. I, I don't even know. I had never experienced something like this. I, I don't know if it was a panic attack. I don't know what it was. But fear gripped me. And it gripped me so hard that all I could think about is running off that plane. And um, I remember I turned to my husband and I just said, I need you to pray for me right now because I'm going to run off this plane. And I, I think that Brad laughed because he's thinking, what? We've done this for for so long. You've never, what? You've never done this. I think he thought I was joking. So he laid hands on me, prayed for me, this man of God praying for me. And it was so funny, y'all. After he got done praying for me, um, you know, I, I just jumped up. <laughs> I went on the overhead thing, grabbed my bag, and I literally ran off the plane. And this was so many years ago. Now you could not do that. So my prayers didn't. So, work. yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. I remember thinking he's a man of faith and I should have received that prayer. But this fear was just like tormenting me. So I said, I got to go. And so I remember running off the plane. The stewardess followed me and so did my husband. And he goes, what is going on? And I said, I don't know. I cannot get on that flight. And so anyway, Brad had to leave. And with the other guys, because they were doing this crusade. And I just remember um, having to call a family member or a friend. And she picked me up. And, and it started an 11-month journey for me where I just was, I was tormenting it by this fear. Um, it wasn't just a flying. All this stuff started happening in my life. And I remember that my husband told me, he said, Jana, if you give in to this fear now, it is going to have a hold on you the rest of your life. And so what I did, knowing, just being a Christian and knowing the word, I remember just um, inundating myself with the word of God. I remember, um, and I have them in my hands right now, a set of uh, note cards, index cards. And I remember declaring over my, my life, like 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love power in a sound mind. I remember uh, Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God in the peace of God, which passes all understanding would guard your heart and your mind. I remember that, yes, it is. They're powerful verses. I just kept on uh, declaring them over my life, even though I still felt, felt the symptoms of fear it would be like, I would just say, you know what? I'm not going to be moved by that because that's what we did for a living. We traveled. So I remember it was 11 months later. I had not been on a plane since. I came off the road. Um, Brad continued to do that. And I remember I was just fighting this uh, fight of faith. And then the next time I was getting on a flight, it was going to be to Birmingham, England for ministry. And that is a long flight, y'all. That is not like one hour. And so I just I just said to myself, I determined and I purposed. I took a stand against fear. 
And I said, you know what? I'm not giving in to this. I'm going to get on that flight with my husband. I'm going to fly over that ocean <laughs> and we're going to get there. And I, what I literally did is, you know, sometimes people say you got to stand on the word of God. And I literally did. I took, um, the scripture, second Timothy one, seven, and I, for God's not given me a spirit of fear, but love power and a sound mind. And I, I folded it up. And I put it in my tennis shoe. I put it in my shoe, y'all. I said, I am going to stand on the word of God. And it was so funny that the, um, the seats that they had purchased for us were at the very back of the plane. We were by the restrooms. I'm like, oh, no. We were so far back there. I thought, oh, my goodness, Lord. How am I going to do this? At least let me be in the front of the plane. And I remember I just had um, my headphones on, my little CD player. I I was listening to praise and worship music. I had my Bible um, on on the little uh, rest that comes down, that little food rest thing they have. Uh, and I had the word of God in my shoe. And I made it through that flight. And since then, we have flown so many times. And what's so amazing about it is I'm not saying there's not times I still feel a little, mm, that fear trying to get on. But I will tell you, I take my stance now. I take a stand. And because of the word of God in me, I put up that shield of faith. And I take that sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which is, you know, the scriptures. And I say, no, I'm not going to give in to this fear. We are going to leave in peace. We are going to fly in peace and we are going to return in peace. So um, I know many of you out there, maybe you can attest to that. Some of y'all are shouting out some amens because you're like, that's me. But um, I know my husband, he is going to bring something to you right now. Um, regarding fear, just about um, how it's crippling and it paralyzes and just some things about it to help you understand. Okay, so listen up. You, you know, that's 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 a great testimony that she gave. And obviously the strength she got was from the Spirit of God living in her and then the power of the Word. And uh, we have been, I've been in ministry for a long time, since 1987. We've uh, pastored, we've been on the evangelistic field, so we've been around a lot of people, and we see believers. We're not talking about non-believers. We're talking about people that are in Christ. Yes. They are redeemed. They are. They have been ransomed. They have been bought with a price. Jesus died for their sins. Yes. Uh, he has become their truly become their savior. They are indwelt by the by the Holy Spirit. So but they still live it's like there's a lack of abundant life because they're still living in these fears and one thing i realized the fears could be they could be crippling emotionally crippling yes. and you see people that should be who are in christ that should be living this very kind of exuberant life this life of just great you know victory and and just going through and just doing great things for the kingdom what happens is this this fear becomes emotionally crippling crippling in their lives and what it does it stifles their dreams yes. it stifles their hopes it keeps them from stepping out for god it actually keeps them from being used effectively for god mm. that's what this that's what this fear can do that's what the enemy would love for it to do in our lives is to keep us from being who we're supposed to be in the lord and i'm going to read that one verse she said but i'm going to read it out of the amplified and just listen to the way it's written Second Timothy 1 7 says for God did not give us a spirit of timidity of cowardice 
of craven and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power. Somebody say power. Power. And of love <laughs> and of a calm, calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. The Apostle Paul is talking to young Timothy as a pastor. He's probably living at a time where people are hating what he's doing, leading the church, and uh, he's getting assaults from all these false teachers. And may, he, he obviously was dealing with this fear in his life. And Paul's saying, man, Timothy, come on. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but one of power and love, sound mind, calm and well-balanced mind, a mind of discipline, a mind that has self-control. And he didn't, he, he, he didn't make you in a way and change you in a way to let you live your life in a sense of fear. And one thing I, real, I realized about fear, the fear my wife had and the fear that believers have, if we're in Christ, then basically the fears that we have, honestly, if you think about it, they're unfounded and they're irrational, but they right. still imprison us. Right. And I thought about a story, it's kind of funny, that I'm gonna read, real, I'm gonna read to you real quick. So it's kind of an illustration, and, but this is true. So it goes like this. There was a woman in Arkansas. She was sitting in her car in a parking lot. And she heard, while she's sitting in her car, this loud bang. Then she feels a sharp pain in the back of her head. So now she's holding her hands behind her head. Somebody comes by the car, walks by and asks her, are you okay? The woman answers and says, I've been shot in the head. I'm holding my brains in. Well, it wasn't her brains. It was dough. A Pillsbury biscuit canister had exploded in the back seat, apparently from the heat, making a loud explosion, and it shot the dough into the back of the woman's head. So she's thinking her brain's been blown out, but she's holding her hands in Pillsbury dough. That's the way, it's the same way with us. Sometimes our fears are like that of that lady's. They're, they're unfounded, they're irrational, but they can still imprison us. And like my wife said, you may fear rejection. You may feel, I thought about this when she was going through the list of fears. You may fear, have a fear that you're never going to measure up to anyone. Fear of man. Maybe the way you've been raised. Maybe someone, people haven't, you know, even even before you came to Christ, people told you weren't worth anything or you're never yes. going to make it. Some people have a fear of man. I mean, we should never do that. Talk about holding people you back. People pleasing. People pleasing, fearing man um, and not trusting God. So we we want everyone out there. We've dealt with so many people that are like this and you know, I thought about Gideon. Gideon was a, he was a man of fear. He's hiding in the wine press and God comes by, sends an angel to tell him, I'm going to make you a, a valiant warrior. So yes. you know what? I'm going to say this to somebody out there even before we get done. You may be, and you may see yourself as a person of fear, but God has a new name for you. He gave, he gave Gideon a new name. He called him, oh, valiant one, a valiant warrior. Mm. He's got a name for you. And it's not, it's not connected to fear. That's it's right. connected to who you are in Christ. And that's what I've learned over my years of serving the Lord. I realized something. There's one thing I have realized quickly on when I first got saved and I got radically transformed. I realized in Christ, I, I am not who I used to be. Right. And we're going to talk about that in another podcast. But man, we have no reason to fear. God is on our side. He puts a power inside of us. It's able to overcome right. anything that we would deal with in the area of fear. He says, I will always be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So, you know, we, we want you to live in victory. We want you to live an abundant life. My wife now, she is a great woman of faith. And I'll tell you something, if I got something going on in my life, whether it's, um, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, whatever I need, um, 
whatever it is, you, I don't feel good, you know, anything like that. I'm going to, the first person I'm going to go to is my wife because she's not living as this woman of fear anymore. That's she's living right. as this woman of great faith. And again, all it's all, it's all been built in her through That's prayer right. and through the word of God right. and through the spirit of God that lives in her. You know, something I just wanted to say, um, Number one, <laughs> mercy on that Pillsbury dough. <laughs> um, my head. I couldn't. Have, my head. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I, <gasps> I could not imagine being assaulted by Pillsbury dough. <laughs> that is funny. I will not fear. I will yell that out when I put up the groceries in the back of my vehicle. I'm gonna say I will not fear the Pillsbury dough. Just joking. But anyway. Um, I did want to say this. I, I said this to our ladies um, at one of our uh, meetings one time. And, you know, so many times we think that when fear is presented to us, that we have to receive it. We have to accept it. Um, and it's like a FedEx person, let's say, coming to your front door. They ring the doorbell. And before you receive that package, most of us are going to say, who's this package from? Especially if we haven't ordered something via mail. We're going to see who it's from to make sure that is for us. And so it's like that when the enemy comes to present fear to you. Because again, God does not give you that spirit of fear. That's good. So when the enemy tries to come to you, tries to um, knock on the door of your life, you, you, you're opening it and, and he's trying to present you with this package of fear. You need to say, wait a minute, who's the sender? Oh, it's not God. This is from him, the enemy. I am not going to receive that. And you need to just close that door. You know, we, we have been given the tools that are needed to mm. be able to uh, stand against fear and say, I am, I am not going to do things in fear. And um, one of uh, my dear friends, she was uh, somewhere, and it was a, it was becoming a very um, volatile situation. Um, she was overseas, and uh, they needed to evacuate. And anyway, uh, there was fear all around her. But she declared something when she was packing, and, and I love this. She said, I will pack, but I will not pack in fear. And I thought that was so powerful because she went ahead and set the presidents right there that she is not going to walk and she's not going to operate in fear. And there's been times in our Christian walk when uh, Brad and I have stepped out, when the Lord has led us to step out from um, certain situations into pure faith, uh, like what Peter in the, the boat mm -hmm. uh, step out on the water. And I will tell you everything in your reasoning Everything in your human uh, reasoning, your, it, it, everything says, what are you doing? But you know that you have to be obedient to the Lord. And I'll tell you, in seasons like that where I would be in our home and all of a sudden fear would try to grip me. Because I'm thinking, we have a house payment. We have car payments. We have this. We have that. We have financial obligations. Lord, you call this to step out. How is this all going to happen? I tell you, all of a sudden, 
I would turn on praise and worship because he inhabits the praises of his people. And I would set myself and I would worship the Lord. And um, I, I don't sing. I wish I did. So um, I'm sure the Lord, he loves my voice, but I am not a singer. But I would sing and I would just, it would be like all of a sudden the atmosphere would change. That praise and worship would change the atmosphere and fear had to go. And it made me concentrate and focus on God. And all of a sudden I was no longer in fear. I was in faith. And I want to encourage you out there that even if you have your iPod, you have whatever it is now that you can play music, your iPad, you can turn it on so low that you barely hear it. But I really believe that he does inhabit the praises of his people. And that praise and worship will set such a peace in your home. People come into our home and they're always saying, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's so much peace in your home. And it's because, you know, as for me in our house, we serve Jesus. We serve the Lord. So we're, we're, we're um, praying today that um, regarding fear, we want to just kind of recap that again. You can't fight this with human means. You have to fight it with the word of God. And some of us, your shield of faith, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God. Um, some of you, I, I want to make mention of this, that Brad and I had talked, just mentioned there's a fear of man. I think that some of us, our personalities, our temperaments can be more prone to that because you're nice, you're sweet, you, um, you, you're compassionate, you never want to hurt someone. And I don't think that that is a bad thing. God has created us with unique temperaments and personalities, but, um, there comes a time that you have to make sure you're not a man pleaser, but you're a God pleaser. Mm. Because a man pleaser, that's a sin. The word of God says the fear of man is a snare. And it will snare you because what you're you're um you're focusing more on pleasing man and you can never fully please them. But you have to be a God pleaser. So if that is your temperament, and I, I'm preaching to myself right now because that's my temperament, um, then, then you can ask the Holy Spirit, reveal to me, help me in those weak areas of my personality where I, I want to please all people. I want to be that peacemaker. And, um, you know, he can help you. He can, you know, the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. He leads us into the word of God and he will show us things. The word of God, you know, says, you know, it's like a man looking in the mirror but then he forgets what he just saw. We don't want to be like that. We want to get into the word and we want to look at ourselves in light of the word. And if there's something that needs to be adjusted and changed, we need to ask the Holy Spirit, help me in this area. Help me. Um, if I, I have a propensity of sin uh, for, for fear, fear, you know, to go that route, to always be a worrier. You know, mm -hmm. we've heard people uh it's almost like they are labeling themselves and they just say, you know what? I'm just a worrier. Like it's a great thing. No, it's not. <laughs> so, so we don't want to be like that. I'm not saying that there aren't going to be situations that fear is there and the fear is real. But again, if God be for us, who or what can be against us? You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, they would not bow down to the golden image when everybody else did. 
and they uh, the the, um, the they were in this this dire situation where um, the the head of this this country was like, you know what? I'm going to put you in a fiery furnace because you didn't bow to the golden image. And you know what? They knew who their God was. And they said, even if he does not save us, just know this, basically, that God is still God. But it said that they, they heated up that fiery furnace so hot that even the soldiers who brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to it, that they didn't, they, babe, they, they got burnt mm-hmm. up. It was just so overpowering. But they threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that fiery furnace. And y'all, that is a terrifying situation. They were being persecuted because of their faith. But you know what? When they they looked in the fiery furnace, there was four, not three. That the Lord was with them. And they came out not even smelling like smoke. And so our God is able. He's able to protect us. He's able to go before us. Yes, we need to be aware of our surroundings. Yes, we need to be prayed up. And we need to listen to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit's letting us know something's not right here. You know, those who are led by the Spirit, they're sons of God, the Word of God says. So so listen to the Holy Spirit. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're not supposed to go to that a grocery store. Maybe you're not supposed to, you know, we're not to live in fear that someone's going to come and terrorize us, but we need to listen and yield to the spirit. If we're, if he tells us not to go somewhere, don't go there and um, live in wisdom, but also live in the freedom that Christ came to give to us. He came to set the captives free. And so we encourage you today that if you have allowed fear to oppress you, that prolonged control, that mental beatdown, I call it. If you have allowed fear to uh, be something that you have idolized in your life, then today can be the day that you say, I am no longer going to carry this fear. I am no longer going to give into this, but I'm going to take 2 Timothy 1.7. I'm going to wield that sword and I'm going to speak to these areas of fear in my life. And I'm going to declare over my life, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. And whenever those thoughts try to come to you, because the battlefield is in the mind, and that fear tries to grip you, you need to be aware of that's not from God. You need to take those thoughts captive and bring them to the obedience of Christ and His Word. And you need to declare, nope, I will not accept that package from the enemy of fear. I said that He has not given me a spirit of fear. That's awesome. Yay. Amen. I mean, I I bet that, that that's encouraging. It is. It encouraged me. It's, that's inspiring. That's great, babe. <laughs> uh-huh. So should we close or should Let's we? Let's close. Well, let me, let me do it with this. Okay. I talked to them about Gideon. And when he gave Gideon the name, O Valiant Warrior, the, when the angel appeared to Gideon. But what he said before that was, he said, the Lord is with you, O Valiant Warrior. So anybody out there, just know this, that... Whatever you're going through, whatever's bringing you fear, the Lord is with you. And when the when Goliath came before the army of Israel and he stood before them, and what he did was he brought great fear to all those great, all those great soldiers feared because 
uh, of the sound, at, simply at the sound of his voice, all mm. of them feared except for one. And the reason I believe David didn't fear is because he knew his God and he knew his Lord was with him. So what did he do? He ran at that. He ran at that giant while, while that fear stifled all the others, kept them from being who they are in God, kept them from being effective for God. While they couldn't even fight or move forward, this one young man who knew his God, who had spent time with God, who knew God's word, ran to that giant of fear right. and dealt with him. So if you're out there today, we want to encourage you. We want to, we want, we want to encourage and inspire you because we want you to be able to live all out for God. But we can't live all out for God That's if right. we're crippled. Uh, emotionally crippled with any kind of fear. So it's time to let it go. It's time to put up your shield of faith. That's right. It's time to quench all those fiery darts of fear that are launched at you every single day. It's time for you to make up your mind and know that God's given you the name Valiant Warrior. You are a warrior for God. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let the world, the flesh, or the devil try to convince you that you're anything other than a child of God with the power of God living inside of you. So don't, don't live in fear anymore. Live in strength. Live in power. Live in the understanding that your Lord is with you, will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. And you know what? We're going to go ahead and just close in prayer for those um, out there who you have said, Brad and Jana, I have struggled with this, and I received that word that uh, Brad just gave about being a valiant warrior for Christ. And um, so let's just pray. You can bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we can come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we just pray for those right now that have been bound by fear for too long, who have been oppressed and controlled by it, Lord. Father, we pray today is the day of their release, that you came to set the captives free. And we speak to that spirit of fear right now in Jesus' name, and we command it to go. We thank you, God, that your word says that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound, well-balanced, self-controlled mind. So, Father, we thank you right now that we receive that. We receive a sound, well-balanced, self-controlled mind. We thank you that we're going to walk in peace. We're going to walk as valiant warriors in Christ. That, Lord, I thank you that our steps are ordered of you. And I thank you, Father God, that if you be for us, who or what can be against us? That you hold our future. And I thank you, you are our provider, you are our protector, and you are our peace. I pray right now that whenever these people listen to this podcast, that, Father God, they would have the sweet sleep of the righteous at night when they put their heads to the pillow. If they're driving in their car right now, I pray, Father God, that they would feel that freedom, that they would no longer operate in that fear. But, Lord, we thank you that they would see who they are in Christ, that they would know that they are a daughter of the Most High God or the son of the Most High God, that they are a child of God. And, Lord, they, they, they don't have to tolerate this anymore. So, Father, we thank you and we praise you for that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for listening. We pray this has been a blessing to you, that it's encouraged you and it's inspired you. Remember, live live great for God. So, babe, thank you again. Thank you for listening to this. <laughs> and if you know somebody who's going through this, share it with them. Yes. Tell them to go to the podcast and listen to it. Yes. Make and, and do what you can to try to help them get out of their situation too. So God is awesome. <laughs> yes, he is. We'll see you next time. 
You have a great week. Have a great day. Walk in the power of the Lord that he's given you, that he's promised you to be able to walk in. And we, we again, we thank you for being with us. Have a great day. And remember this. It's all about Jesus. Live all out for God. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.